Is it possible to turn your passion to a fulfilling career and do what you love? And the answer is absolutely yes. Stay tuned for an inspiring show with our amazing guest, Matt Wolf. To the Your Life Now Show, where your life and your business matter. Your host is a certified executive coach and trainer with the passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you manage your life and your business at its best. And now, here's your host, Coach Ria. Hello, my friends, and welcome. You are listening to Your Life Now Radio Show. I am your host and executive producer. Coach Ria. Thank you so much for being here. It's an amazing day here in my neck of the woods. A beautiful weather out here in the East Coast. I hope you are enjoying your day, whatever you are. So thank you again for being here. Just a quick intro. I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional executive coaching, training, marketing, and PR company. On this show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our professional life and also our personal life. We try to share a lot of helpful tips and information to help you manage your life and your business at its best. So the theme of this year here at Your Life Now is to position yourself and your business for success. So we're going to continue with that with our amazing guest, Matt Walsh. Now... Keep in mind that we are still celebrating our five years on the air. And Matt Walsh was one of my amazing guests who came on the first year that we were on the air. And uh, we talked about following you know, your passion, and it was an amazing show. And now five years later, we are catching up with Matt and uh, giving us some ideas about what he's doing and did he really follow his passion. And the answer is yes. He did follow his passion. He is currently getting his PhD in counseling psychology and teaching college students at Purdue University. And before that, when we met uh, uh, Matt, Matt was a family attorney. So he left his law practice to pursue his calling to be a counselor and teacher. He's also the creator of Spiritual Media Blog, a blog devoted to raising awareness for conscious media and spiritual entertainment. So as you see, Matt has followed his passion, and it's my pleasure to bring him back on the show and to help us celebrate our five years. What a better way to celebrate our five years than some of these great guests that help us continue what we do and uh, stay strong. So we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will bring on Matt on the air. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Welcome back. 
back, my friends. You are listening to Your Life Now Radio Show. I am your host, Kotria. Thank you so much for being here. Many people ask us, what is it that we do exactly at Your Life Now? Well, simply put, we are a company that provides solutions to small to medium-sized businesses, to entrepreneurs, and also to a startup. We are experts in strategic planning and marketing, team building, and leadership coaching. We help you build your brand. We customize the services that we offer based on your needs, your specific needs. We also partner with the best to provide you with the solution that is right for you. If you like us to evaluate your needs, feel free to reach out to us at yourlifenow.info. Again, that's www.yourlifenow.info. Well, I am beyond myself today and so excited to bring back on the show five years later my dear friend, Matt Walsh. Please help me welcome Matt Walsh to the show. Thank you so much for being here, Matt. Welcome, my friend. Welcome back. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Rhea. It's great to be on your show, and it's also so nice to be able to catch up with you. Oh, I, it, you know, I'm, I'm beyond myself. I love that. It's like five years ago. It's like we just, you know, we were talking yesterday, right? That's what's, what's so great about, like, you know, sometimes, you know, it's, it, it just seems like, you know, it's never that long ago, right? Yeah, it's amazing how quickly that uh, it does seem like yesterday when we first uh connected and uh, chatted. So yeah, it's gone by quick. Absolutely. So my friend, so five years ago, you came on the air. And sorry for that long intro, because we're trying to cover a lot of different things. So, <laughs> But sure. I'm glad to have you here. And, and I'm really excited to talk to you about what's going on with you, because it sounds like you're doing amazing stuff. Five years in the making, or could be longer, right? But when you came on the show yeah. five years ago, we talked about following your passion. And you talked about, you know, how um, you give a lot of uh, helpful tips as far as, you know, do what you need to do at that point and keep working on, you know, um, taking the step forward to make sure that your passion becomes your, you know, what you want to do for, for, for a living. And uh, you, you know, I mean, your resume is, be, you know, I mean, it's very impressive. You came from Hollywood. You were covering a lot of uh, uh, media back then. And then you became uh, a family attorney. You have a lot of things going on. And then you are, you know, also young. <laughs> Meaning like, you know, it sounds like, you know, you have been doing this for a long time. But you have accomplished so much in, you know, thus far, of course. And, uh, um, and you were like so excited about what you're doing. But you just said, you know what? This is what I need to do right now, and I'm just going to keep working on getting to live my passion. And your passion is become a counselor, as we know now, and a teacher. So now you left your law degree, I mean, your law practice, and you pursued, you know, your Ph.D. in counseling psychology. So tell me more. I wanted to hear from you. I mean, I've read your, the stuff that is, you know, recently been going on with you, but I want to hear from you. What was, you know, how long did this thing, you know, when did it happen? When this whole thing between the five years from the time that we spoke, you know, last? Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, you're right. I, I started off working out as a family law attorney. And I mean, I was working as a lawyer first in Hollywood and then in family law in Indiana 
for about four years, and, you know, I felt like I was helping people and uh, doing good work, but, you know, there was something inside of me where I just I just wasn't happy. I just I just didn't really enjoy the work that I was doing, and there I just felt like there was something deeper inside of me that I was supposed to be doing with my life. At right. first, it was, it was really actually hard for me because I didn't know exactly what my passion or my calling was, um, and it, it took me a while. I mean, probably those three or four years as a lawyer to really sort of figure that out, and one thing that I did do that was particularly helpful is I really made it a point to sort of seek out activities that I was passionate about and I, and I did enjoy. Right. And one of those things that I started doing um, was um, giving um, actually guest lectures and um, talks to nonprofits and colleges on finding a meaningful career because, I mean, at that point in my time, I knew it was going to be so important for me to find a meaningful career because that's what I needed to do to be happy. And doing that, actually, um, then I started doing um, career coaching where I would give a talk on helping people find a meaningful career, and then I would work one-on-one coaching people. It was actually at a, a nonprofit called Dress for Success where it was um, helping mm-hmm. um unemployed people and women find jobs and I really just I that's that's when I really knew that I loved working one-on-one with people and coaching them to help them with their goals and um that was you know at the time I was doing that at night and like on Saturday mornings and working as a lawyer during the day so I was was pretty busy but just sort of realized it just it clicked for me it was like I love like working one-on-one with people to helping them solve their problems. I love being in front of people and teaching them useful information. I was like, it was kind of like, almost like it just, I felt it at the core of my being. I was like, I, I, I love doing this. I, I want to be a counselor. I want to be a teacher. I want to understand how to help people better. Well, that sounds really fantastic. And I, I'm, I'm taking note as always, I always like to, to jot some notes. You said something to the fact, you know, doing what makes me happy, doing what makes me happy. So it, it, to me, that's, you know, that's a huge, right? So you found your way through volunteer work, doing teaching, and then you start like, you know, putting the pieces together based on what you, what you said. Is that what, what I got out of it? Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. It was just kind of like, at the time, I knew when I would go to work during the day as a lawyer, I knew that I wasn't happy doing that. But when I would, you know, volunteer to give these, like, talks and do this pro bono coaching, that was something, it made me happy. And even beyond happy, it felt like a deeper calling or meaning or purpose. It really was something that I just felt at the core of my being, like, this is something that I'm being called to do. It was like my deeper purpose in life that just made me feel alive. And, I mean, obviously it made me happy, too, but it was a deeper sense of fulfillment there. That's amazing. I mean, it's nothing like it because, I mean, I'm, you know, I mean, I, I do what I love. And, you know, obviously, you know, the radio was something to try out five years for me, for five years ago for me because, you know, I mean, I still have my business and my work that I do. So d- doing the radio wasn't like something that I was really kind of like, you know, that's like my main thing. 
But then the more I did it, the more I felt like I was reaching more people, the more the message was like, you know, it was so important that I'm actually, I feel good about, you know, when I got like people contacted me and they said, oh my God, you know, like this and that, I heard it on your show and this is, was, was really like um, life changing for me or whatever. That is just for me, just what kept me like wanted to do more, you know, and I just like getting like more and more in, you know, involved in it. But in the same time, there is other things that I also like to do, which is, like you said, the coaching part, the training, that like making people better, like professionally, personally, you know, just like have them like really stand like you you heard in the beginning when I talked about my theme for this year is to position yourself for success, yourself and your business or your career, whatever it is that you want. It's always to put yourself, you know, that I'm going to do my best. That's all I'm going to do. And I'm going to you know, aim for that success. And, and most likely, you know what, to keep doing it, it's just amazing how things just lines up. It's amazing how many people reach out to you. It's amazing how many opportunity. And what you did, and that's what's really enlightening for me also as an insight, you know, it's like you can start because people always just say, you know, it's like, well, I'm not really sure what's my passion, right? It's like, you know, setting goals and all this stuff. Most of the time, you know, if it's not something urgent and people need to like, you know, I need to make this for this date and this is, you know, specific, whatever, which is great, right, if you want to get your priority right. list done. Um, but when it comes to something that you want to do for life, right, there's something that you want to live it and enjoy it because life is not just about being existing. It's about living it and enjoying it. So, like, without restriction, without, you know, but, you know, it, of course, it comes with obstacles. It comes with challenges. But the fact is when you find, you know, something that makes you in, you enjoy doing and then you can actually do, you know, do something about it, meaning like what you did. Find a place that you can volunteer. And people always love volunteers, right? I mean, I've never heard anybody unless you, ex, you know, murder or whatever. Nobody's going <laughs> to turn you down if you try to volunteer, right? So that's like a great way to get your feet into something that you might think that you do like. And then maybe I think that's my own perception on that is the fact is like you go in it and then you find out it's like, really, that's not my niche, right? This is yeah, not what I want sure. and I need to alter it. So for you, tell me, I, I want to know, you know, I mean, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying, please tell me, um, like, so how, like you kept doing this and then like, how did you like narrow it down to like specifics? That's what I would like to know. Oh, sure. So, yeah, I've been doing the career coaching and giving uh, talks at nonprofits and high schools. And then it sort of dawned on me, this is something that I love to do. But I sort of also then came to this realization, like, you know, in in order for me to really do this, I want to become, I want to get the best training at this. If I'm going to be providing coaching for people and if I'm going to be teaching people, I want to really make sure I get good training and and I also wanted to get good credentials. Um, Right. And so for me, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if this is for everyone, but for me, it felt like really the best thing for me to do was to, um, to get a PhD in counseling psychology Um, because the, the counseling psychology program that I'm at, it, it gives me a chance to teach. I'm teaching college students um, a a class on leadership. I'm, I'm counseling Mm -hmm. um, veterans at a VA two days a week um, I get to write um, and do research, and I'm also taking classes about counseling and psychology. So 
I mean, as, as much as I truly loved doing it, I just, I wanted, I wanted that training and I wanted the experience to really help um, kind of give me the, give me the credentials. So in the future it would, you know, create very viable career for me to make money doing it. That's really, you know, see, I, I think, you know, what you're doing is fantastic. And I, I feel like really it's very rewarding because I have been on like the learning path, you know, because I might not be able to do my PhD yet, right? And some right. of our listeners right now, they might, it might not be accessible to them. But what I'm suggesting here, you know, some of the things that I have been doing, like getting some credentials, some certifications, some studies in the area that you are interested in. So, I mean, I went on, right. it doesn't mean like I'm specifically going to be working on not, you know, by itself or whatever. Like I got my social media marketing certification. I just got recently, you know, self-talk training, you know, certification. So I'm constantly training myself. I'm actually doing another MBA course online um, that great. is not credited, you know, it's just a kind of refresh <laughs> for me. But I, I think, you know, what, what I'm trying to, the point I'm trying to make, I think it's fantastic. I'm so proud of you that you are doing your PhD. And next year, I'm going to call you Dr. Walsh, which is like <laughs> amazing, right? I'm like, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. So how beautiful that is, right? Actually, one time on LinkedIn, which is really, really sweet, I'm actually a board member on this great, amazing organization called lovechildren.org, um, which is, we focus on the education for the girl child in a developing country, education and health, you know, so our founder is, you know, so anyway, so some of the connection, you know, that he was doctor, PhD in something, and he's, you know, connected to our organization somehow. And on LinkedIn, he asked to connect with me, right? So I accepted the connection, and he sent me a message. He said, thank you, Dr. Ria. And I was like, oh, my God, is this a sign? I'm like, I have to. <laughs> so Maybe. I think it feels good, right? So Yeah, yeah it does. So I, I'm so um, proud of you. But yeah, but I mean, I think, you know, you know, getting your PhD, I think one of my friends, he's, he's a chiropractor and now he's going back. He just sent me a message a couple of days ago. I haven't heard from him for a long time. And he said like, Ria, and he's 60 years old. So, you know, it's like, you never, it's never too late and you're never too old. You're never too young. And, and he wanted to follow his passion and he wanted to get into psychology and he just wanted to do something. So now he's going and getting his PhD in psychology as well. Wow. And that's uh, great. yeah, and I'm like, oh my God, he's just loving it. I'm like, so this is cool, but it's nice, you know, if you can, you know, obviously afford to be able to, to do things like that. But I also think there is resources, most likely, for people who really want to get higher education as well. So. Yeah, yeah, sure. And uh, go, ahead. go ahead. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. I mean, can you hear? Yes. Oh yeah, sorry, oh. cut out. No, I was just gonna say it, it. It also kind of on a deeper level gives you a chance to really better understand and develop some of your strengths. I mean, and, and you can do that getting an education, but you don't have to do that getting an education. Yeah. Um, I mean, just you know, the whatever it is you love doing. You know, get it, the more experience you get, you know, the better you're going to get at it. And you also may discover other talents and abilities that you didn't, you weren't aware of that sort of spring from that initial interest or talent that you have. 
Yeah, that's really beautiful. And now we dig in a little deeper, and that's what I like to do. You know, I am all about like you know intellectual kind of you know thought provoking things because I think you know like you really need to dig in a little deeper, and I think you really need to figure out what is it that makes you happy. What does that make you like? You know, your eyes pop. You know. Um, you know, we have a lady here. She's an amazing, she, you know, I see her in the studio. Hi, um, Jody. Um, she's in, we're going to bring her on the, because she wants to talk with you. So anyway, but what I'm saying here, she is, you know, she, she has a business that she has traveled the world and, uh, she bring all the flavor from different places and she just loves what she does. And, and she came on the air. We had, um, a show specifically about women in business, you know, and uh, it was outstanding, you know, the things that, you know, she had done since she had come to this country and, and, and made a life for herself and for her kids. And I think, you know, when we see people like that yourself and people who are really reaching deeper, deeper within themselves to figure out exactly what makes them happy. I think, you know, one of the things I was always curious as, as you know, um, I come from a corporate background. I don't know. I think we talked about that last time we were on the air. Um, corporate sales in particular and, and training. That's why I do sales training now. Um, sure. Because honestly, I have to tell you, you know, you have to like put on a, a, that hat, you know, the, the business hat and, you know, which is I do that, you know, a lot of time in my company. But what I'm saying here, it was like for me, it was just a job. Like you, I think, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not putting words in your mouth, but I mean, based on what you said, it was the same thing for you when you were doing the uh, um, the law practice, right? Your, your family practice, um, you know, because you were just taking a job. It was a job for you. You, was a, you weren't happy about it. And it was the same thing for me. Like, I just kept like, you know, I'm like, then, honestly, because that's what we talk about, little spirituality here, and we're not talking about religion here. We're talking about like really kind of tune in a little bit more to yourself, to your inner self about finding exactly what makes you that individual, that is always, you know, contributing and doing things and making, you know, life a difference for themselves and for others. But when you just, you know, work in that job and you just go into your job and your routine and you become just like so occupied. And I'm sure you've noticed that, right? Like, did you notice like not just you, like people who are like, you know, everything like robotically being, I mean, am I, is it just me? Or is it that people just become like so comfortable? With their where they are, and they figure they think that's what life is all about, and that's it. Like you, you know, you hear people say, unfortunately, and they say it like, "Oh, that's life, and you live and you die. This is reality." Well, what is reality? I, absolutely, yeah. And I mean, certainly, you know, there's value in working a job and, and and making money, but you know, it reaches a point where I think for some people, it it kind of, it, it drains them and it, it exhausts them. And not only do they become robotic, but um, it's just, you know, part of, they're, they're, they're not living as fully and as happily as they could be, and it, and it starts to wear on them. And, and like, even within the job, so I'm not saying, like, I mean, obviously, you know, we need jobs, right? We need people to work because right. otherwise nothing would get done. So, but what I'm saying here, like, I think we just need to not get too comfortable with things, and we need to, like, figure a way to improve whatever it is. You know, so like, you know, if you are working a certain type of job and see like, what would be the next things that you can do that will be better for you, right? Or how can you make right, this, right. you know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's, it's probably easy said, but, you know, I think just through my training and coaching and, and, and teaching, so like you are, you have many, many times, you know exactly what I'm talking about. 
people get motivated just when you motivate them. But you have to, like, really get them to really think deeper to, to realize, absolutely. you know. Yes, go ahead, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And that, and that motivation, that, that makes them better at their work. If they can find a job that they are intrinsically motivated to do or passionate about, they're going to become a better worker. I mean, it's like one, one, one author, a guy named Thomas Friedman, in this book called The World is Flat, he talks about how now, like, in this – competition for work is so much more than it's ever been before. He said, when people tell you to to follow your passion, they're not just giving you this, like, nice, sweet saying. They're giving you, like, a survivalist strategy because when you're doing what you love, you become better at what you're doing and you motivate and lift up those people around you. Right, right. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, it's, it's just it's truly, truly amazing. And then, you know, also, you know, we want us to find out exactly what's going on with your spiritual media blog. You're always very active there. And tell us, what is it that you do over there? Oh, For those of yeah, you who don't media, know, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, spiritual media blog is something that I really like doing because it's a chance for me to um, interview um, authors and filmmakers who are making books and movies related to um, spirituality, conscious media, uplifting entertainment, um, and then also um, people will provide guest articles on topics related to personal development, spiritual growth, and inspirational entertainment. Um, so yeah, that's something that I really enjoy doing too. Yeah, I I, I remember contributing into one of those. Um... Uh, blog writing about one of the movies. I'm trying to remember which one it was. Um, Avatar? Was it Avatar? Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you asked yeah. me if I would, you know, write because I just thought it was, it was amazing, you know. So, um, but yeah, so anyhow. But, you know, I mean, so do you still, I mean, obviously, because you still interview, you know, author and movie maker, but specifically in the, in the, in the, um, special movie, um, industry, right? spiritual media blog, um, you know, I mean, they're talking about like that entertainment specifically, but why, when you left, I mean, I'm losing my thought here for a second because I'm trying to bring it back to when you were in Hollywood, right? So you were an attorney back then, right? So that didn't really like something like really kind of resonate with you to become, to even take it, you know, to keep it, to, to do something with that or... Um, that's a good question. I mean, I think for, um, at that time I was working at, um, an entertainment agency in Hollywood doing more legal and administrative work. And what I really was more interested in was more of the creative side. I mean, I went out there, um, wanting to help people on the creative side, get their work out there, um, which actually helped me inspire me to make spiritual media blog, um, but I, I, I wasn't I wasn't necessarily getting to work with the type of authors and filmmakers that I wanted to work with. Um, so I really created Spiritual Media Blog sort of almost in response to that to let people know, hey, there are authors, there are filmmakers out there who are making really good movies, really good books that are about um, uplift, upliftment, inspiration, consciousness, um, the combination of spirituality and psychology, and, um, you know, I went out there in, in Hollywood thinking that I'd be able to work that, with that, you know, full time. And, you know, they're not really open to that that much out in Hollywood oh, yeah, right now. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. 
Well, you know, I mean, it's 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 eventually it's gonna happen, but you know, people are still rigid in their own, you know, the, it's the belief things. I mean, obviously, it's my background study, you know, it's like you know, NLP and then our belief system and everything that we do based on, you know. So like when you introduce something that is called different, you know, people not not very, you know welcoming right right away and, and yeah, just, yeah. You know, it becomes a little tough to get it you know to do it as a business and so they don't really it's not profitable so it's all about making money when it comes to entertainment and movies and you know it's it's you know what it is right so we don't need to get into that i guess but what i would like to do we're going to take a little short break and when we come back we're going to talk about some how we line up and you can, that's where I would like you, um, your feedback, if you can help us with a few of these things, how to line up some of these steps to go forward with your passion to make it actually a fulfilling career. Um, so, and then maybe I want to touch up a little bit on NLP, if you were a little bit, you know, open to that um, and see what sure, you're thinking, sure. you know, that you, um, you know, how people, you know, uh, I mean, we'll talk about that. So again, I just want to put the number out there. I, I see a couple of people in the, in the uh, switchboard here. They want to talk to us. So we're going to bring them back on the air, but uh, um, the number to call in is 626-213-5773. For some reason, my, my uh, screen is going off. So hopefully we're not logging off. Okay. So anyhow, 626-213-5773, and we will be right back. Please stay tuned. Thank you. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. We are so excited about the new things we are working on to make Your Life Now radio show the place where you can learn and share your message with the world. For more detail on how you and all your business can participate and get involved, contact us at www.yourlifenow.info and we'll be more than happy to share with you how we can help you and your business by sharing you, your business, and your message with the world. Whether your world is local or global, we have great solutions and ideas for you. For more information, contact us at www.yourlifenow.info Again, that's yourlifenow.info Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to Your Life Now radio show. Thank you so much for being here. I am your host, Kotria. So I am very excited today. I have my amazing friend, Matt Walsh, joining us, helping us celebrate our five years on the air, Matt was here five years ago, and uh, I had the pleasure of interviewing him then, and we talked about following your passion. And now five years later, Matt is currently getting his Ph.D. in counseling psychology and teaching college students at Purdue University. And prior to that, Matt was working as a law attorney, and now he's pursuing his calling to be counselor and teacher. Welcome. Welcome back, Matt. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. So I'm going to bring 0035 on the air, if that's okay with you. And uh, sure. have Yes. Hi, you are on the air. Hi, Ria. Hi, Matt. It's Jyoti Sony. How are you guys? Hi, good. How, are how are you? you? Good, good, good. Matt, congratulations. Oh, thank you know, so much. Because, you know, I've been listening in, and, uh, you know, what you've done is very, very com- commendable and you know you say that 
Change and progress only happens when you get out of the box and when you're uncomfortable where you are, it's the only way to grow. Because when you get in a comfort zone, there is no progress. You become static and you stagnate. So, you know, you recognize that and you stepped out of your box and you did what your heart told you to do and, you know, you followed your passion and you did it because, trust me, I think a lot of people who want to do that and a lot of people are in that situation, but most people don't find ways or the courage to, you know, break the barriers and do what makes them happy. And I'll tell you, for instance, you know, I'm myself in that same spot. When I came in this country, I'm trained to be a textile designer. So I worked in Manhattan, right in Madison Avenue, at a very, you know, fl- you know flashy, very uh, upscale, effluent uh, studios. J. Yang Designs with a company, you know, Japanese and Jewish, and a very high-end company, you know, a dream job, let's put it that way. Sure. So I worked there for a while, you know, as a textile designer, because that's what I'm trained to do. That's what I went to school to do. But then down the road, I realized that it wasn't making me happy because I was sitting on the desk designing my, doing my designs and then, you know, downloading them on the computer, then talking to the people in Carolina for the printing. But I had no real human contact, and it was frustrating me. I felt like a corpse, you know, in a funeral home or in a I, – I, I didn't like it. It was very depressing. I'm like, okay, you know, and I was trying to justify, listen, you got two kids, you got bills to pay. You went to school, you spent all that money, you got the degree, you got to stick it in, and you got to be a designer. And I stuck it in for a while, and then I realized, no, this is not making me happy. And I'm never going to be good at it because when you do something that you really don't want to do, you know, you're doing poor and pathetic work because it reflects in your yeah. work. I mean, do you guys agree with me on that? Oh, absolutely. Yes. I'm listening, yes. Mm-hmm. You don't have that passion. I mean, you know, look at you now. Why don't we? Why don't you tell tell people what you do? Exactly. So I broke the barriers. I just I said I need to do something where I am in constant touch with people, where I'm communicating with people. I'm a people's person. I'm impressionable, and I want to be out there just like Matt said to help people to achieve you know something in life. I just don't want to be sitting here at the desk not talking to anybody all day long. So I gave up my job. You know, much to the families, uh, you know, are being upset with me. Like, you know, it was a very rash decision. And I went out there and, uh, you know, I started out as an event planner. I said, you know, initially started some functions where I put parties together and, you know, social, you know, I have a big social circle inviting everybody, putting the cuisine together, putting the menus together, the music, the decor and everything and putting it and feeling very, very good about it because I could see tangible results which I could touch and feel right away versus where I was sitting at a desk nice. and designing, which would take six months to see if really that design got picked up or not picked up, and then mostly not being able to talk to anybody and not to communicate and, you know, not to get to know a so, new person every week when you meet a new person. So, Joanie, without cutting you off, my friend, so do you feel like you are living your passion right now? Absolutely living my passion because I'm part of the weddings, I'm part of the events, I meet a new client every week, I meet new people, I get to know about them, I'm learning, I'm evolving, and I love it because I'm a peaceful person and I had to do something which involved people. So I realized that's where my skills and my passion and my heart was, and trust me, there's been no looking back since that day. Thank you so much, Jody. That is That's awesome. Great. What a great thing. Matt, do you want to add Fantastic. anything? Thank you so much for that. 
Yeah, I know. I'll give you a bad analogy. It's like sometimes you go to a restaurant and, you know, your server comes up and you'll say, okay, can you maybe add a little garlic to that pasta? And she gives you that look. She's like, I don't know. i got to ask the chef. Right away you feel okay. She hates the job. So you wanted to break that barrier. You decided to make it like, that's why it's called. What's your business called? My my uh, business is called Flavors. It's by Jyoti Sony. The reason I add nice. my name is because there's a name okay. Matt, any anything to add to that? No, I think that's fantastic. And congratulations. Today we are focusing on Matt saying that uh, follow your passion, follow your heart. So I'm trying to really stick to that. And I brought that analogy of the waitress that when people don't like what they do, it reflects in their work and right. it's visible. And they're never going to progress because they're never going to climb up the ladder. Because exactly. Because they feel like they're stuck in a dead-end job. Yeah, that's what it is. So, you know, I speaking of that, thank you so much, Joy, my friends. Really appreciate you for being here. You know, one of the things that I wanted to uh, um, to mention that just on that note, Jody, um, it, you know, really wanted to send actually a shout out to, because it's it's becoming a kind of rare experience to have a really good customer service where I teach a lot of like, you know, you, you know, Matt, with leadership coaching and stuff like that, because people really need to um, understand that the customers are really important. I mean, I know we have crazy customers sometimes, whatever it is that you're doing, but it really reflects. And I, I don't like to talk about negative experience. I like to only mention positive stuff. So I'm here to, sure. to send out a huge shout out to Jay who works at Sephora. He actually doesn't work for Sephora, but he works for somebody who has outstanding personality and outstanding customer service. And I was so happy, not only with him, actually, everybody who I encounter at the store. And so shout out to you guys, um, Bridgewater, Sephora, Bridgewater Common Mall. So anyway, so back to you, Matt. That is so awesome. Jordi, love you, girl. Thank you for being, you know, for, for calling in. Um, so, you know, like you hear that, right? So it does reflect, right? So it reflects in, in your attitude. It reflects how you treat other people. And yes, you know, we, 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 we feel like, you know, that things are like, you know, tougher maybe sometime, you know, life, you know, I don't want to say, you know, I mean, we focus on the positive here, but you have to find a way to deal with obstacles constantly, right? So that's okay because your obstacles or the things that you find as a challenge, they really become your goal. That's how I look at it. That's how I was trained, you know, from day one when I became certified coach back 2008 actually I got my received my first certification um in coaching and I have to tell you you know it's like we got stuck and we stop and we think you know what is next so Matt if you could you know kindly just share with us like you know because sometimes if we put steps in front of the other that is not lined up with what you know I mean if we didn't finish what we're doing like I mean what I'm trying to say here and I'm gonna turn it mic to over to you Matt what I'm trying to say here, if I'm standing right here and, uh, and then I decided it's like, okay, so instead of making sure what I have right now, it's all exactly what I needed at this moment, we try to move to the next step without really kind of concentrating on this, on this point right now. So do I have what I need? What do I need? Make your list and then start moving forward. So this is, you know, the basic, you know, I guess whatever. But I want to know from you, what would you recommend, and how would you line up your steps to sort of sort of start going towards your passion and turn that into a career, lucrative, hopefully. 
Sure. Well, that's a great question. And um, one thing that you mentioned, too, is um, coming from a state of frustration isn't necessarily a bad thing because that frustration can help give you clarity. Mm -hmm. For example, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're feeling frustrated with uh, your current life circumstances, you can use that and say, okay, I don't necessarily like this, but I really do like this. And so that frustration can give you that clarity um, to know exactly what it is that you want. Um, so kind of the first step would be to sort of be aware of, you know, what are you interested in? What are you curious about? Um, and then also if you're facing frustration or struggle, you can use that to help you develop your strengths. Um, one concept that I really have been researching and like is a concept that's called post-traumatic growth. And this this is oh, the idea can you talk, that people... Can you talk a little bit? Wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't go over it so fast. Can you say that Sorry. again? No, it's okay. Post-traumatic growth. Post-traumatic... Oh, my God. Okay, tell us more about that. So post-traumatic growth is this idea that there's three parts of it. There's um, this idea that people grow through struggling with highly stressful circumstances. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about it is... It requires highly stressful circumstances, and it requires a struggle with it. But through that struggle, growth or positive change comes about. So in relation to, you know, finding your passion, if you're in a job that you don't like or you have circumstances that you're struggling with, you can use those circumstances um, to help you grow. And you know, and not diminishing the difficulty or the frustration that you're going through, but sort of acknowledging that by struggling with these circumstances and pushing myself and really trying to make the most out of these really challenging circumstances, I'm going to grow. And by growing through this, I'm going to develop certain strengths and skills and qualities that I would not have necessarily been able to develop if circumstances had been easy. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, that's very well put. That's very well put. So, how important is it to actually, you know, I mean, I I work. I mean, I'm this is very important for me, and I teach it also to my client the priority list. What I mean like this, you can actually use this, you know, to actually work your career or your passion into turning it into career by taking steps, right? So do you suggest sure. that, you know, you're constantly keeping a journal or keeping track or, you know, your progress or where you at or what, you know, because, I mean, again, like, is obstacles, they're going to show up. And I think, like you said, you know, they are, could be also motivation, and, you know, for you to actually try to figure it out, like, how can you, I mean, for me, I like challenges, you know, but I don't like challenges, nobody likes challenges, but, you know, for me, it just keeps me, like, thinking, okay, so how can I resolve this, you know, how can I become a little bit more, you know, because I think half of the issue with most of us is actually knowing what the issue, does yeah. that make sense, right? Absolutely. So I think if, if yeah. you know what is really stopping you, what is what is it that you need? What are your needs? What what's gonna like what's gonna make you take that step forward? You know, making sure that where you are right now is completely you know been taken care of, so you can move forward. Because I mean, obviously sure. we we use the 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 GPS all the time. I use the GPS in the car. You know, you gotta know where you're going, right? And but you gotta have a starting point. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think kind of the first step or starting point would be to try to get clear on some activity 
that you find interesting or curious about, even if it doesn't make any sort of practical sense, just some activity that you can do um, that you're interested or curious about. And a good example of this is actually um, Steve Jobs with um, calligraphy. Are are you Mm -hmm. familiar with how Steve Mm -hmm. Jobs got interested in calligraphy? Yep. Um, so for some of your listeners out there, I think this is really interesting because he, he talks a lot about following your passion. And he said that when he was he, – he actually dropped out of college so that he could take courses that he was interested in. And at the time, Steve Jobs, he was actually interested and curious about calligraphy. He didn't see any way that that might relate to his potential career. He was just interested in it. So he took those calligraphy classes – And what's really fascinating is he said 10 years after he took those calligraphy courses, he used what he learned in them to help design the the Macintosh computer and the word process and the fonts for the word processing program and the Macintosh computer. So I think that's a good example of like a first step you can take in following your passion to turn it into your career is actually doing some activity that you're just interested or curious about, um, even if you don't know how that's going to relate to a potential uh, career. You know what I like about what you said? I just wrote it down because I said activities equal actions, right? And then when you take action, yeah. what happens? Things move, right? So right. you know you're exactly. going to be moving if you do these things. So I think that's a great yeah. step. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, for me, I – actually wasn't at the time that I didn't know I wanted to be a teacher, but I really liked the idea of like getting up in front of talking to high school students. So I happened to call up a high school teacher and I said, I'd really like to give a talk to your class on, you know, having a meaningful career. And ironically at the time, I didn't know that I wanted to be a teacher. I just thought this sounds interesting. I'm curious about this. And fortunately he said, yeah. And I spoke in front of that class and was like, it's something I really like doing. And, you know, over time sort of gradually realized, you know, I, I could, I could do this as a teacher or a speaker. Oh, that's amazing. I know. It's like, you know, I mean, like I, I, I feel, you know, I mean, I was just saying that, you know, not too long ago, I said, I feel like I'm a, I'm a student by nature and an educator as well, you know, because I'm, I'm constantly like seeking more to learn more. And then I want to teach it. Like, I feel like, you know, that I am compelled that I have to teach what I have learned. So that becomes, I mean, what I do, what you do, you know, I'm teaching. It doesn't have, I don't have the teacher, you know, um, hat on, you know, so, but, but it's the same thing. You are educating people, you are showing them how, you know, so I think that's fantastic. So, okay. So activities, that's a great step. What else do you suggest? What else would, you know? You know, I also do um, really believe in an idea of, you know, listening to, you know, your inner voice or your intuition mm-hmm. or a calling. And mm-hmm. again, that doesn't always make sense. And it, you might not have any idea how that relates to, you know, your career path, but you might get like an an intuition or a feeling where, you know, you really just got to read this or insight. Yeah, that's a yeah. good word where you really just got to read a book and, mm-hmm. Or maybe um, you've just got to go to this certain class, and it's just it's just something inside of you is telling you, I've really got to read this book, or I've really got to go to this class. And, um, you know, you just, you know, you, you kind of act on that, 
and then you can sort of see, you know, maybe not at that time, but maybe a year later, two years later, three years later, you sort of realize what you learned from that experience, then you can then apply to your career. That is so absolutely wonderfully sad because honestly, I think, you know, the key also, and this is what's going to make us like, you know, get out of that routine and that robotic kind of lifestyle that most of us become so addicted to our digital, you know, devices and digital mobile, everything mobile, right? That become, we, we become so consumed, like, I think, I feel eventually we're going to be part of the machine, like we're going to be, the machine and human going to be become unless we really stand up for our own humanity. And I'm, I'm not here, you know, trying to talk about that right now on this show, but I just wanted right. to mention it because I really think like, you know, um, the more we really pay attention to these insights, the more we pay attention to the things that comes, you know, shows up because nothing, nothing, and I know, Matt, you're going to agree with me on this because nothing, nothing, nothing happened accidentally. And so when exactly. you have a thinking frame, I mean, you study in, you know, um, psychology. So help me out in that because I'm not, a, I'm not taking my PhD in psychology. My background is in business, but I have done a lot of courses, you know, of course, including NLP and, and some of the, you know, um, uh, training on how we think and, you know, a brain. But I think, you know, when we become a little bit more deliberate, you know, exactly knowing, like you said, activities, activities, action, action, action. But along with that, you need to be present. I think that's one of the key. So like, you know, I mean, th- this is one thing that I, it took me years to actually get to the point where I am right now and it didn't happen overnight. And I think a lot of it comes with practice and, you know, we can train our minds like we, everybody knows that 21 days to create a new habit, right? Or a new way of yeah. doing things. But we're not disciplined enough to continue, you know, doing the same thing. Like, you know, if something works, you got to do more of it. But if something doesn't work, then you really need to take it out. You know, you can't just let it keep, you know, piling up. Yeah, no, this is an excellent point because it is important to take action and to do things and, you know, and and your work is is important. But I would also say that, that something that is equally important isn't necessarily what you are doing but it is who you are being in that moment. For example, are you being courageous? Are you being kind? Are you being um, inspiring? And the importance of that is that, you know, you can't always choose what activity you want to do or what job you want to work in, but you can choose who you want to be in that moment. What do you stand for? And, you know, this is something that was challenging for me was because, you know, when I was working as a lawyer, there's times when I, when I wasn't working. So at, at those times I had no official title or job, but it really forced me to focus on, you know, who, who do I want to be? What sort of values do I want to um, cultivate and sort of realize the values that were important to me at that time were authenticity and inspiration. And so I just started telling myself, you know, each day I can be authentic. Each day I can be inspiring. And, I, and again, I didn't have any, like, set goals to turn that into a career. But, you know, looking back on that, you know, one of my favorite roles as a counselor and teacher is to help inspire people to be authentic. So, I mean, yeah, you don't beautiful. always have to focus on what you're doing, um, you can also it's focus so on who you're being. That is so important. And and I think we really need to, you know, go back to those basics. You know, just be authentic. Be real. 
You know, I mean, like we did a show about, like I said, with, you know, women, it's like, you know, real women doing real things. Like you really, you know, you, 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 you're thinking about what you're doing. You are involved. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just happening yeah. to you. You make it happen. I mean, it's just like, you know, it's a simple way to put it. Right. So the more, yeah. you, you know, like you, 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 you focus on the more you real, the more you authentic, you, move, the, you, you know, like you don't cheat, you don't lie, you don't, you know, whatever. And just do it, do it right. I always say, like, you got to do it right from the beginning because, you know what, you might not have another chance to do it, you know, to do it again. Well, you might, but why not do it now? Absolutely. And, I mean, and, again, this is kind of a hard concept because we're so accustomed to, um, like, in our culture, the first thing people ask you is, you know, what do you do? They don't ask you, like, Uh what are you, who are you being right now? So we're so accustomed to, like, folk making our first identity to be a job title or status or activities. Again, those are important. I'm not diminishing that, but I would say, you know, equally important is, you know, you know, what sort of values do you stand for? What sort of qualities do you want to embody? Because I mean, those are things you have a choice in any, any day, no matter what you're doing. So with that being said, and I, I did expend, extend the time a little bit, so make sure we get that point across here to our listener, live listener. So the, the, the point here, what you're trying to say, that, you you know, like being authentic, but what the challenge here, and this is why I like to hear your feedback on that, that people are going to say, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, people care about the status. People care about this. People want this. You know, you got to give them what they want. You know, they don't want to like, you know, because I mean, I mean, sometimes like I feel like I struggle with this and I did, I did send you a message about that because it's like. You you feel like you 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 have to sometime put a, a different hat on, but that's not your who you are. What do you say to that? Like, how do you actually make sure that you you are free to take that hat off, but then make sure that you still belong into that society that is is built on superficial. You know, I, you know, it's sometimes it's tough to think about it that way, but it is what it is, right? So, how do you make it? Uh-huh. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Really, really good question. And you know, I'll give you an example to see if that might help. Because um, I had a similar question. Um, I, I worked two days a week at a at a VA, and I had um, one of my clients. He used to be a fighter uh, fighter pilot, and now he's looking for a job. And um, he said, you know, I I used to be a fighter pilot, and now I'm applying for jobs at fast food restaurants. You know, how can I find meaning or joy and purpose in that? And, I mean, I was, yeah, it was a really humbling question to get. But then I started talking to him, and I said, you know, what was it about being a fighter pilot that you really liked, that really was meaningful and purposeful to you and got to kind of the core of who he was? And for him, being a fighter pilot, it was about being courageous, and it was about helping other people. So then it was, you know, letting him realize, you know, you have a choice every day to be courageous and to help other people. I mean, you might Mm -hmm. not be able to do that as a fighter pilot, but regardless of your circumstances, you can choose to be courageous. You can choose to to help people. And there's there's honor and there's purpose and there's meaning in choosing to act on on those values or or to to be those values. And and you you can do that you know, regardless of your job title. I mean, granted, it's easier in some situations well, you know, than others. Uh, Charmin, what's his name? Uh, the the leader, 
who had no title, um, Shaman, what's his name? You know I'm talking about the book. I love that book. I mean, you talk about leadership truly. And, and these people, like, they, one of them, she was a maid in, 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 uh, in a hotel. And then how, like, you know, the things that she was doing, like, you know, it's like you don't need to have a title to be a leader. Right. I can't remember. Right. Sham, oh, my God, I read that book so years ago. And now I lost it because I wasn't planning on, on mentioning it. So, so now it's not written down. <laughs> Um, see, that's the key. You got to write things down. If you want things yeah. to actually, you know, come to life, you got to write them down because you can't rely on your brain to remember everything. Um, I know. Yeah, but, but the book, you know, basically, you know, just, I mean, you know, trying to find your, your, your true self within whatever it is that you're doing and it still stands out. And that's what the book was really beautifully, you know, written about, you know, um, I actually wrote a blog about that one, about the book, because it really did make a lot of sense. And I gave it away a few times to certain clients that I was working with at that time that I want them to know, like, and they were, you know, they run their company, they're the president of the company, CEO, I'm like, read this book. Because, you know, they <laughs> were like, consulting, you know, like, oh, I'm the president of my company. Well, yeah, well, that's great. So, you know, but... <laughs> You know what I mean? But it is. I mean, I think we just have to keep doing our best. Um, we're not here to change the world. We need to change ourselves. I think we need to really make the new change. I don't want to even call it change anymore. I think we really need to be always creative and innovative. I think we also need to always figure out something new. I think the old is just basically it was a stepping stone for us to get to where we are right now. So I don't think we need to constantly clink on whatever it is that was supposed to be. You know, I think we need to think outside the box. We need to, to think for ourselves. I think we really need to figure it out exactly what makes us live our life at its best. And always expect right. more. I don't think we, you know, I mean, that's one of the things that I, I really feel like, you know, when we subtle, we feel we really missing out on life. Because life has a lot to offer. And there's a plenty for all of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, amazing show. I, you know, so we'll wrap it up if you like to, you know, close us with, you know, anything that you like. I mean, of course, you know, tell people how they can learn more and, and, and take advantage of some of the services that you also offer. If you extend anything, you know, um, over the line, you know, whether on, on Skype or anything as far as coaching. So please share your information, Matt. Oh, yeah, I would just say you can visit um, my blog, a spiritual media blog, which has my contact information. My email address is editor at spiritualmediablog.com, and I'd be happy to help anyone who's listening with anything that's on their mind. Well, I, I really do appreciate you, and I appreciate our, you know, we didn't get to, to bring more people on the air. The time flies, and of course, because when we're enjoying, yeah. you know, the conversation and enjoying the company, you know, the time always always seems to fly so we really appreciate you being here matt and congratulations on on all these awesome things that you are doing and i'm looking forward to hear more about you know what are you doing and all these things that are happening for you and how you're making the difference and i put it out there if i could be in any way to contribute you know i want you right live on the air (laughs) reach out to me (laughs) so i'd be um, happy to Yes, thank you so much, Matt. You enjoy the rest of your evening. I know you're in Central Time. Oh, and uh, thank you so um, much. You know, actually, you also have a book. Do you want to mention your book? I forgot to buy your book. Oh, yeah, sure. I, I, I wrote a book called The Bottom Line, and it's about a young um, guy in college learning how to deal with the male ego. 
So um, some Hi. of it's it's a, it's a fictional story based upon some of the lessons that I've learned about following your intuition um, and just dealing with the male ego, which I could spend a whole other hour talking about too. I know. Well, you know, maybe we need to bring you back and talk about that because I love to talk about that because that is a huge, yeah. you know, um, things. And I think, you know, we all have those, you know, you know, the ego could be something good if you know how to control it. I think, you know, right. if you know exactly, right, right. So it's part of who we are. We can't, you know, completely just say, oh, well, you know, but I'm sure I, I did read your book and I, I love what you said in there, but we can talk about that in another okay. show. But I really appreciate sure. you. Much love, my friend, and thank you for helping oh. us celebrate our um, five years. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much. All right, my friend. Take care now. All right. Bye-bye. So, my friends, this concludes our show for today, and what a great conversation with a great friends and great guests. And as always, remember to always position yourself for success, whether it's for your for your personal life, for your career, for you know, always reach for those for the thing that you want, the next things that you want, and it's okay that you want it, but you gotta take those steps. And Matt shares a lot of great information. The show will be archived the minute we go off the air and it's available for you to listen from this link or from our website at yourlifenow.info and also on iTunes. So we do appreciate your support there on iTunes. So listen there, download and subscribe and comment and let us know what we th- you know what you think. We love to hear your feedback. Just one more thing. It takes collaborations, mutual agreement, and action to make the impossible possible. So go out there and celebrate who you are and join hands and make the impossible possible. Until next time, my friends, make sure you position yourself and your business always for success. Be present, look for insights, take action, Take small steps, evaluate what you are doing, and remember where you are so you know where you are heading. Stay amazing. Much love to all.